Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me to mix the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. Help you unlearn all the bullshit and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to guide and walk with you on your spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you. So that you can find more light, love, joy, and gratitude using all the knowledge I have continue to acquire to help you live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, and have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Hey, you spiritual badasses. I am here today with Martina Thomason. She is an entrepreneur coach who helps women overcome emotional and subconscious resistance to sign more clients and grow their business. And we have a lot in common. So you're going to hear a lot of, um, we're going to just do a lot of talking back and forth about a lot of things that I talk about already. But one thing that I haven't talked too much about in the podcast yet is how shadow work works for one and two, how it transforms you, your life, your reality, your business, whatever it is that you have going on. Um, when you are ready to dive into this shadow work, it is transformative and beautiful and scary and messy as fuck. Right. <laughs> totally. Right, Martine? Totally. <laughs> it is like all of the above, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> so so Martine, Martina, welcome so much. And um please tell us a little bit more about you. Thank you so much for the introduction. And I'm super excited about all of the um topics that we'll be talking about. As you were saying, we uh have a lot of the same understandings about how how things fit together. Um, so yeah, I, like you were saying, I help uh, female entrepreneurs to thrive in their businesses. And uh, one of my most recent um, pursuits is uh, a concept that I call holistic marketing. And, mm. and it stems from all of the things that, I, because I have a background in marketing um, for small, medium, large businesses, consultancy work and everything. Um, but what I've realized through the years and years that I've been doing my own shadow work and also, you know, building a business and everything is that it is the human aspect that is holding us back every time. Mm -hmm. um, so as entrepreneurs, working on ourselves personally is going to show as a direct result in our business. And that's why, you know, it's so perfect that we're talking about the more personal aspect to, to spirituality in this context as well, because it's so beautifully uh, woven together and, and it really helps you as a person, but also your business to, to dive into shadow work. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So as many of you out there listening, know, I am a big believer and you know advocate that our thoughts become our reality and and putting that into practice so that you can see like aka manifesting right yeah yeah <laughs> uh because we are creators we're totally. creating every single second of every single day whether you think you are or not you are yes Yes. And that's huh. what's so amazing about the shadow work aspect as well. Like um, if you study Jungian psychotherapy, then you also get to know, you know, the more subconscious. And there mm -hmm. are studies that are saying that 95% uh, of all of our thoughts and behavioral processes are actually subconscious. Mm -hmm. And shadow work is, you know, getting to know the subconscious. And the more you get to know the subconscious, the more you can direct your life towards what you really want, and not just be on autopilot from the conditioning that you had from childhood that doesn't necessarily serve you. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, exactly. I remember when I first, you know, was introduced to like conscious, subconscious, like how, when this whole world opened for me, let's put it that way. I was like, okay, well, if it's unconscious, how the hell am I ever supposed to know (laughs) what the heck it is? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. That's another beautiful aspect of, of the shadow work is that we now get to use our triggers as a leverage to Mm. learn and dive deeper into our own self-development and and sort of getting to understand ourselves better so every time we're triggered it's actually just our subconscious telling us that there is something that we need to shine a light on that you know this is a shadow aspect that is the most necessary for us to look at right now in this situation yeah Exactly. And I I think the tricky part when you're starting out doing this is recognizing the loops, the habits, the patterns, because it's so subconscious because you've been doing it for so long that you don't realize that it, it's even something that you need to, you know, look into more or heal or shine a light on. Um, like one of my, one of my things that like, and they'll blow your mind every (laughs) freaking time they'll blow your mind. Yep. Um, one of mine was, so I used to love to cook Mm -hmm. and, um, during my first marriage, there was a lot of friction about having dinner on the table at a certain time or or not a certain time, but every night, like there wasn't like much leeway for like, "Mm, let's get pizza tonight. Like, you know, that conversation, it was like old kind of like to me in my lens, the lens that I look through was, um, very, um, it was, it, it became a chore. Yeah. It wasn't fun anymore. Right. Yeah. So when I, um, and I was actually swapped some services with another coach who was a, a mindset, like weight loss coach. Mm-hmm. And she's, she liked walked me through that whole thing. Like, why do you think that, you know, you don't like to cook or you don't want to yeah. take the time to cook? Cause that was what I was saying to her. I was like, yeah, I get hungry, but I don't, it's like, takes too much time to like cook food, right? (laughs) (laughs) It was so much easier to just grab something fast or, you know, whatever. Um, So as she was walking me through that, she, we, you know, it came to the surface that I was like, holy shit, that's why. Yeah. That's why I I have to heal that wound for myself and be like, okay, it's, you know, it, this isn't true for me anymore. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing with, and that, how should I say it? That's why it's so helpful to have a coach to reflect that back to you, because we just say stories or we attach meanings to situations Mm -hmm. and we just state it as facts but what's actually happening is that we're going on with a pattern on repeat and we don't realize that there's something going on behind those thought patterns and you know like there's something deeper going on we just you know like see it as a surface thing like oh you know I just can't be bothered making dinner but then having them reflected back in a certain way that's when they shine help us shine the light on um, what's actually going on. And sometimes that's just really hard to do for ourselves because we're too close to the problem. So even if you're a coach yourself, it's really mm-hmm. hard to realize your own patterns. Yeah. And if you, you know, I mean, I knew that I used to love cooking Yeah. and now I don't now I, <laughs> and, and now I don't, I mean, not, and I'm still trying to kind of heal that wound because I'm like, okay, I don't mind cooking, but at this point, like, there is something else that like my kids are all older. They're all doing their own things. Like, you know, I have, I have things that I do that maybe I'm not home at dinner time. My fiance has things that he does that he's maybe not home at dinner time. So it's not like we're all together at the same time to like make this beautiful, like meal of 
vegetables, meats, and whatever. Right? Yeah. So there's that now, but mm-hmm. I am still sometimes when I, when somebody asks me, what are we having for dinner? Like that can trigger me sometimes still. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just get that feeling of like, I'm like angry. Like, I don't know. Are your arms broken? Like what's wrong? Yeah. You can't make dinner yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas and before I would have been like, oh, we're having, but, and I would have had it all planned yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's another, yet another part of shadow work is that, you know, um, parts work and you can see parts work across many domains within psychology as well. For example, gestalt therapy, uh, empty chair work, uh, voice dialogue, like mm. there's so many different parts work um th- approaches you could say mm. um but i really work with that a lot with my clients as well and mm. it just helps me and them to get more compassionate with ourselves because we have we're pretty much you know a ecosystem so mm-hmm. i call myself martina but like in practice i am a multitude of personalities that i probably could give names to a- <laughs> to 20 different personalities within myself so for example one part of you absolutely loves to cook but then there's the other one that is like doesn't like to get commanded or or sort of uh have expectations put on her so that's the one that comes to the forefront and protects the the other parts of yourself and Mm -hmm. and so we see that whole dynamic of um interacting with different personalities or other people are interacting with various personalities of us depending on the situation Mm -hmm. so if we can be compassionate enough to think that oh wow like I was really triggered and my protector part really stepped up to the forefront Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that the part of me that loves to cook is dead like it's still there but it's just hiding between the one that is protecting her from being bossed around or put expectations on yeah exactly and it 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 does really blow your mind when you really get into it and you're like yeah whoa like that's what's happening right now because yeah (laughs) I remember and I it's so funny because I I know the feeling of a breakthrough now like because I've had it so multiple times you know yeah so it's just like my mind literally is like what just happened like and it just feels like an expansion I I, it's so hard to describe the feeling I'm sure you've had the feeling too yeah and and I'm sure we all have it our own way you know yeah but mind is like mine is like almost like my mind like just melts a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah and it's like oh uh (laughs) okay so this doesn't have to be true anymore And I can actually, you know, enjoy this again, or I can feel this again, or I can, whatever it is that came to the forefront for me that time. Um, Just, yes, it's like a little bit of a mind melt. And, and when I think of that, what I tell, you know, my clients and, and students is that, you know, when you get that, it's, it feels freaking weird, right? It feels like, your mind, your whole world just like stopped, but spun at like three times faster at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that, that it's, it's, you know, working and your, your mind is actually creating new neural pathways. Yep. For sure. So it's not just like that. You just blew your own mind. It's literally <laughs> that you're physically, your mind is like doing things up there going, oh shit, this isn't the right way anymore. We need to detour. We need to create this new path. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, just give me five seconds and you're going to feel really weird for just like five seconds. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's like um, things that we have been thinking for a very long time becomes highways for new pathways. Whereas, yeah. you know, like if we're learning to do 
new belief sets and stuff like that, then it takes a bit of time. But it seems like there is, like you were explaining, the breakthrough. It almost seems like there is a bulldozer that just like cracks through something and just like bulldozes this new road. And you're like, ta-da, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and you're like, where do I go now? It's like, oh, shit, this is a whole new path. What's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you don't know what to do with it because it's so overwhelming that it's like wow I did not see that as a possibility to this extent like Mm -hmm. this is yeah yeah totally you're almost a little bit disorientated because yeah absolutely because and then you think about it you like keep thinking about it for a couple minutes and you're like really like is that really true now like you're convincing yourself almost yeah that it's true now yeah, that the other thing isn't true. It's, it's hard for us to let go of those things that yeah. we thought were true, um, that we have built, like, you know, you just said like a, a bulldozer through a wall or a brick wall or something. And it's funny that you said that because the way I explain it a lot is that from, you know, from the time we, we really start understanding the world and we start learning and we start building our blocks, right. Yeah. Of our beliefs and our core values and all of those things. We're just cementing bricks on top of each other of what we feel is the truth or what we've been, you know, programmed or I don't feel like your word programmed is like, so like robotic. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, our mind is a supercomputer, yeah. but, and we, yeah. but we can program it ourselves, but we don't know that at this time. So, so here we are conditioned. That's what I like. Yes. That's the word I like to use. Yeah. Condition. Um, that we're building these bricks and we like throw some mortar on there and bam, hit a brick. We, we throw a brick on there because this is a belief. Now we it's concrete. We believe this to be true. Absolutely. No questions asked. The sky is freaking blue. Right. Yeah. And, um, every time we, uh, get this new, new experience or a new thought or, you know, something that now starts making a crack in that brick. Yeah. We're like, oh, oh, you're, you're like screwing up my whole belief system here. Yeah. (laughs) hold my, I need to breathe, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And sometimes we, it's almost like we don't want to believe it. Like it it becomes a little bit confrontational sometimes as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like, that's why the process can take some time for people because the, the change can be so yeah confronting that it's like you have to stick with it for a while and and get used to that thought and that feeling and and that process and And keep convincing yourself that it's true yeah because it's gonna take a little bit of time if that is the story that you want to tell yourself and the story that you want to change going forward it takes some time to cement that new brick like to take out the old one and put the new one in there yeah it doesn't happen like in an instant it happens with practice but the thing that I love about it is is that the more it comes up for you the faster you can switch it yes exactly yeah the faster you change the story back to oh no that's not my story anymore yep yeah because you get yeah because you you get um you you learn the tools like you you learn to be onto yourself and and Mm. question like is this really true like is this a fact or am I making this up or Mm. is is this sort of within the narrative that I have been operating from Mm. or is there a, a more beneficial way to look at this like am I using my uh circumstance against myself right now or am I can I use it for my benefit instead Yeah. I mean, you know, in our own minds, I don't think we ever make things up. I think we just, like we said, you, you, we've been conditioned to think a certain way or think certain things Yeah, because of, you know, normally, I mean, it starts at when we're young with our parents, with our grandparents, with, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're just passing on their own stories and beliefs to us. Yeah. 
And that uh, comes back to what we were saying about the 95% uh, yeah. subconscious, um, yeah. you know, behavior, exactly. patterns and thoughts and everything. Exactly. So most of us that are not, you know, that if, if we're not on this path of um, either spirituality or self-development, I'm, I think they kind of go hand in hand and they weave yep. together. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> um, but some people like to call it one or the other and it, it can, you know, both of them are extremely personal, I believe, and can look however yeah. you want them to look. But my point being is that, you know, we have anybody that's not on this path just has this brick wall with all of these beliefs and stories and, and core values and all of these things that are cemented in there yeah. in our subconscious. This is it. And then when yep. something new comes in, if we don't realize that we can change it, because that's the beginning right there. Yes. You have yes, to awareness. You have to, <laughs> awareness. You have to know that it is possible that mm-hmm. you don't need the, these things that are cemented into you can be changed if that's yes. what you want. Yes. But if you don't know that, then what happens is these new things come in and they, you know, get just pinged like a it's like a tennis ball coming in and being bounced right off of your um of your brick wall yeah like because your brick wall says nope that's that's not true nope nope that's not true nope that's not true and it just keeps bouncing them off bouncing them off bouncing them off and which is why until we know and until we start asking those questions and being curious yeah that the brick wall, you know, maybe turns into like a tennis net and has a little leeway there. And yeah. Like, you know, you hit that tennis net enough with a ball in the same place and you're going to poke a hole, you know? Yes. And that's the thing. Like if we always think the same thoughts, then we'll always feel the same thing towards the situation that we're having these thoughts around and then we'll always be taking the same actions from that mindset and and feeling place and then we'll ultimately just get the same results so it's like if you always stick with your same thoughts and don't dive deeper into it if you don't do the self-development or spiritual or uh, introspection work then then you're always going to get the same results because it's just the conditioning or the programming or whatever you want to call it that Mm -hmm. will produce those exact uh, results. So I think that that's what a lot of people are waking up to. Like the more you get to understand yourself and the more you realize that your mind is uh, plastic, you know, Mm -hmm. in in the sense that the neural pathways uh, change and develops and that we can quite literally physically change our brains yeah <laughs> or, you know um it pretty much change our whole personality because our personality is, is made up of all of our uh strengths and weaknesses and and all the programming or or like all we're all this mesh of um well let's call it a cocktail we're all a cocktail but we can choose which ingredients that we would like to edit and and put into the new mix <laughs> like right. what do we want more of do we want it a little bit more spicy or do we want it a yeah. little bit so like fruity <laughs> so yeah. or do we just want to make it a little bland like exactly a little too spicy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah, it kind of goes back to that cooking thing right yeah exactly and you know it's exactly. funny because i i was taught how to cook by my grandmother both my grandmothers but one of them learned she learned how to cook now she's not Italian she's um Irish Scottish and learned how to cook from the Italian women in the north end of Boston wow so they did not use a measuring cup right (laughs) unless they were baking something maybe yeah um so it's so funny like when somebody's like oh what's your recipe for this I'm like um I can tell you what's in it (laughs) yeah exactly I'm the same like you just feel it you just see the texture and and sort of and I'm just throwing things in I'm like oh last time I put this in but let's see what happens when I put this in this time like yeah that's why like an art it is an art and that's why I loved cooking and I I still do still love cooking it's just yeah the di- like that specific dinner part of it 
was is I'm still working on it. Still working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I do love it. And like, uh, I'll just throw something different in this, you know, the next time or not as much of that and a little bit of this. And I have the spice cabinet that I'll open up and I'll be like, Hmm, what what tastes good in here today? (laughs) Love it. So, so yeah, it's, um, and I love that you can do that with life too. Yes. Like imagine a spice cabinet that when, you know, you're feeling like, like this just isn't, I know there's more open up your spice cabinet. You want it to be a little more spicy. How can we make it a little more spicy? Yeah. You know, if it's, if it's getting a little too overwhelming, great. What do we do to like (laughs) chill it out a little bit? For sure. But what is interesting, um, as we were talking about your, you know, your cooking and, and that you had this resistance towards it, what I've found for myself and most of the people that I've spoken to in terms of shadow work is that it seems like the people that go into, like, if you feel enough pain, you will eventually discover shadow work because Mm. like, it takes that, um, pain I suppose like you get a deeper understanding for yourself um you really learn to know yourself at a, at a totally different level and I think that the people that dive into shadow work they are maybe less prone to do uh spiritual bypassing because mm. we are ready to look at the yuckies we are <laughs> you know we're not judging any part of us we're like what happened here like what mm is this about like let's sit with this and um something that I learned from one of my mentors which is uh you know huge on on shadow work teal swan um is that we um I almost lost my train of thought here (laughs) oh yeah I do it all the time (laughs) yeah so what she's saying is that what we need to move towards is asking not what's wrong with you or what's wrong with me, but mm. ask what happened to you or happened to me. Because there's like, that's the thing. As we're born, you know, children, we are whole and complete and we still are, but we just have all these layers of conditioning on top. Mm-hmm. And and what happened to us is is going to shape us. And I think that shadow work is, you know, that deep dive through the layers and, and looking at the the you know sad or upsetting things that might have happened that got us into those Mm -hmm. um, mindsets or thoughts or feelings in the first place yeah and I think another great question because I think that I don't you know I don't know but some people might be a little uncomfortable with um asking what happened to me um in you know if that makes anyone feel uncomfortable to say that another great question is why am I feeling like this yeah which just helps you to go back and be like when was the last time I felt like this like yeah you know and I think that people feel like I was like when I first heard the word shadow work I was like that sounds fucking scary like what is that Right. I was like, I don't think I want anything to do with that. Right. Yep. (laughs) Like I had no idea what it was and I didn't want to know. But that also meant that I wasn't ready to do it yet. You know? Yeah. Uh, And, but the universe, you know, keeps putting the things in front of you that says, yep. You know, Hey, here's that word again. Like, Hey, here's that word again. (laughs) You're ready now. Let's do it. Hello. Here's the word again. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. But I think once you, I was just going to say, once you realize what it really is. Yes. And if you're really committed, you know, you just, you've decided and chosen to have, be, do, uh, I don't want to put in do. I'm just going to say have and be more in your life. Yep. You know, and, and you're committed to growth and expansion. Yes. You know that this is what has to happen. You yeah. know that there are things in your past that you either need to unlearn or heal yeah. or just shift. Like it's not always going to be awful. You know, yeah. I mean, if you had a trauma 
in your life, it's probably going to be a little bit more emotional Mm -hmm. than something that is just like a limiting belief, like, um, like imposter syndrome or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there are going to be shadows that you're going to dive deeper and they're going to be more emotional than others that you're like, oh, that's it. Like, yeah, we can just change that. Yeah. And I think like, that's one point that I've learned as well is that we get more emotionally resilient in the best sense of the word. Like we learn that, um, you know, I know that a lot of people are struggling with like deep, deep trauma, you know, Mm. complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And I'm not, um, you know, in any shape or form minimizing um, that by saying what I'm going to say, but Mm -hmm. feeling is the worst that it's going to get. Like we are not going to physically die. We're not Mm -hmm. in physical danger. It's just our body having sensations that we have emotions um, tied up to a thought. So, you know, like, the way that I see it is that emotions are the body's translation of what we're thinking. Yes. It's literally bridging the, the non-physical with the physical. Mm -hmm. And so with, with shadow work, it's like we learn that all feelings are valid and there's no feeling that is um, better or worse than others. Like they all have, they serve us on, on different levels, you know, like anger can be amazingly transformative mm-hmm. and, you know, happiness, everybody likes a dose of happiness, mm-hmm. we have, you know, sadness or frustration. And, and that tells us something too. Like we're always learning from our emotions. What is the next, next best step. And, and I also think that our purpose here is to follow our joy and not in a like light and fluffy way. Like I mean it quite literally. I, I feel like mm-hmm. our emotional guiding system is telling us like if something is off, you feel it in your body, then you readjust and mm-hmm. you always sort of align yourself with what feels good and intuitively aligned for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I also want to mention as we're talking about how shadow work might sound a little bit scary. Uh, another great analogy that I got from, from my mentor was that shadow work is like um, cleaning a really dirty window. Like you remove a little bit of, of dirt or shadow and then light comes in and you mm-hmm. remove a little bit more and then more light comes in. So like the more shadow work you do, the better it gets, the better it gets, the better it gets, the better it gets. So like, right. it just, um, yeah, like for every effort that we do or every sort of um, trigger that we work through, the better we will um, have it. It's almost yeah. like, um, you know, on the golf course, if you're um, hitting the golf ball and if you adjust your uh, club ever so slightly, like one percentage then the golf ball is going to end up a completely different way Mm -hmm. or place. So, you know, like all these little adjustments with the shadow work uh, or whatever tool, you know, you want to use, Mm -hmm. we always, you know, keep, it keeps getting better. Like we keep getting on a better and better timeline. Yeah. Yeah. We collapse the timeline faster. Yeah. 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 And I had something to say and now I don't remember what it was. Oh, yes, I do. Um, (laughs) uh, When you were talking about, you know, not minimizing people that have a deep seated trauma. Yeah. Um, And, and, you know, obviously I never would either. But, and if I don't want to say, but, because it's not a, but, but if we think about it, yeah, whatever uh, the trauma was, or yeah, I am not, I am not trauma trained. I am not trauma informed. So take this all with (laughs) with as much um, grace as you can give me for this, what I'm about to say, please. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you, we all, no matter what um, our shadow work is, whether it's a deep trauma or it's not a or it's a limiting belief or it's whatever. Yeah. You have already felt the worst thing yes. that can yes. happen. 
Yeah. You've already felt it and you've already gone through it. Yeah. You've already, it's already, your body has already experienced it. Your mind has already experienced it. Yeah. So, Mm. you know, when you say, okay, I'm going to, you know, do some shadow work. Sometimes people go, but, uh, that's going to suck. Like, I don't, I don't want (laughs) to do that. Yeah. Just remember. Yeah. It might not, it it is not going to be the, the most, um, amazing feeling some of the time. Yeah. But you will probably, and I can't say this for certain, so I'm not going to say it for certain, but probably will never have to feel the worst part of what you have felt again, ever, because you've already, your body and your mind already have tried to heal as much as it can naturally. Yeah. And now you just have to do a little bit more work to, to push it forward, to push yourself forward. Yeah. So the very, very worst of what you experienced is over and even though you may you know i know p ptsd you know patients or people that have ptsd or certain other trauma related um you know either mental illnesses or illnesses Mm -hmm. are you know reliving sometimes that trauma totally consistently you know and they go into something called a trance state so Mm. they're literally reliving it physically mentally emotionally and everything so um it feels so real for them like one of my best friends has complex post-traumatic stress disorder and and you know worked a lot with it and Mm. um yeah so so that's definitely a um whole nother (laughs) let's call it animal (laughs) like it's just it's totally, very different. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's still like for, say, for example, for uh, just generally, for example, for, for my clients, um, we can also experience small trauma. So, for example, one of the reasons why I started doing holistic marketing was that I realized um you know, with all of my experience and knowledge within technical marketing and like everything digital marketing, I still realized that what people were actually struggling with, like I said, you know, in the introduction as well, is um, our mental uh, components of it. So what I'm seeing is that people have um, small sort of trauma around being seen, like it's scary to feel be seen Mm -hmm. because that meant that they got in trouble as children for example children were meant to be seen not heard or Mm. um you know if if they have opinions like uh women shouldn't be opinionated like all these things um so and that are those are small traumas as well that we just think you know uh pull it together get a grip like just you straighten your back and carry on just get over it yeah like that really bulldozing way of of going about it and and that sort of I don't think that's very self-loving or self-compassionate that it's quite dysfunctional (laughs) like imagine if your your significant other was like pull yourself together and just do it you're such a wimp you know like (laughs) yeah you'd be like what the hell well, I would know. Yeah, I, I would have some choice words for that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I'm all for cussing, you know, on the podcast. I will reserve that comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all know what she was about to say. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so so that's yeah. the thing. Like we we all have. Uh, you know bigger or smaller trauma it's a it's a scale you know from from small to to extreme trauma yeah. and yes. and we all have it and it all affects us uh in our everyday lives and and that is one of the most beautiful things that shadow work can help us with you know like just recognizing the trigger uh and not um not feeling like we are the trigger like it's it's mm. not us like we're observing it like 
okay, I am experiencing this, like my body is going through these things right now. And then getting curious about it, like not judging it, like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this, like, I thought I was over this by now. Like, that is also because that's how you got here in the first place. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So, so yeah, when you're judging, stop, like, pretend that you are like your your child yeah or if you don't have children if you're like a fur baby mom like how would you you know like how would you talk to your mother or your aunt or your sister your brother whatever whoever you love like whoever's closest to you how would you talk to them yeah and then talk that way to yourself exactly and then do it in the mirror yes that's a good one as well Mm -hmm. love that And um, it's in some um, psychology uh, philosophies, if you can call it that, they say that uh, emotions could be um, sort of compared to children because until we're eight years of age, our brain hasn't learned, like it's actually not developed yet to think critically. So we're more like a sponge like we just Mm -hmm. download everything um and maybe that's why we call it programming sometimes Mm. and so with that that's when we learn all of our patterns and um our emotional body a lot of the time is just immature like we've been stuck in that loop because we haven't been able to progress from that so whenever we're feeling you know like a trigger or get emotional it's it's almost like we're talking to the child that got stuck in that um, emotion and wasn't taught how to process it and integrate it and move through it. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's part of the problem right there is that we are not taught that at all. Yes, (laughs) exactly. I I wasn't. And then we all think something's wrong with us and just, we just haven't understood how to integrate emotions. (laughs) Well, yeah. And that's how it works, right? Like we were never taught about, we were, we know how we felt, how we yeah. knew that there are, we know that there are emotions, but yeah. we were never taught how to uh, regulate our emotions or work through our emotions or ask questions about our emotions or mm-hmm. that we could like seriously, literally in a second, choose to change our emotion. Exactly. Yes. And and we were never taught any of those things. So then when we have these emotions that we got stuck in, as you say, like as a child, we make it about us. Yes. It means something about us. Like we are not good enough. We're not worthy enough. We're mm-hmm. not, you know, whatever enough. We're yeah. not enough, period, you know? Yeah. And totally. that's like the very deep level. Like that's, you know, um, I would assume that, you know, even somebody that has had a deep trauma on some level blames themselves for what happened. Yes. A little Um, shame too. Yeah. So it always, every limiting belief, every story you tell yourself that you wish was different, um, anything that you want to change in your life seriously like when when i say that your inside world reflects your outside reality like that this is what i'm talking about yeah it all comes back to what you're telling yourself about yourself yeah it's almost like um wearing different glasses so like if we move through something and and you so we resolve a certain thing that has been stuck with us for so long we get we get night vision all of a sudden like we see the things that we didn't see before like we see all the beautiful opportunities we see all the amazing people not just all the scary things you know or it's not all about us anymore yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah we see this whole different nuanced um external reality all of a sudden so it's it's literally like changing lenses and 
everything is there all along. Like everything is always available. It's just that we are not able to see it until we move into that um, heightened awareness or, or that we have integrated those things that are stopping us from seeing, you know, the positive things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think every, everyone I've worked with and, you know, uh, I know that, you know, from my students or people that have gone through the moon manifestation challenge have even said like, holy crap, you know, I thought yeah. this was, you know, just like, like it's either, I thought I was curious and wanted to know more about, you know, manifesting with the moon's energy, you know, they're like, <laughs> what the hell is that all about? Like, I'm going to join this just because I want to see what the heck it's all about. Yeah. And they get to the end of it and they're like, I am a completely different fucking person. Like, yes. who is this? Yeah. Because it's not just about, you know, manifesting what you want because you're manifesting what you want every second. We said that before. Yes. It's about learning that you are manifesting and intentionally manifesting your reality that's the difference like we're un in most of us are unintentionally manifesting whatever we're seeing in front of us the yes. stuff that we see and that's where sort of shadow works come in yet again where you know I, I feel like there are certain branches of spirituality where it's like stay positive you know like it's all about being you know at high frequency all the time put a smile on that dial and 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 only say positive things you know yeah that makes me want to puke yeah exactly (laughs) and and for me that's literally pouring glitter on dog poop but it's like yeah I'm like okay you gotta remove the dog poop (laughs) toxic much like that's just yeah and I've talked about that before uh, in a previous episode, actually, like I'm like, I called bullshit on the toxic po- positivity oh my because God, yes. <laughs> it's just like, there is such a balance, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you know, it's wonderful if you can be in high frequency most of the time, but we are human beings and we are having a human experience yeah. and there is no way you are always going to be at the highest frequency possible. Yeah. Because we have emotions, no matter what, no matter if they are because of our limiting beliefs or not. Yep. We are having emotions all the time. And yeah, the balance of spirituality and your body and your mind and your life, that's you know, when you find that sweet spot in between all of those things, yeah, that's where you're going to find self-love. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to find the gratitude. That's where you're going to find out that, you know, um, you're going to have so much more grace for others. Like yeah. the judgment just kind of is not, it's not judgment anymore. It's like, I wonder what they're going through. Um, It's more compassion and empathy. I think you can find the balance and not just with other people, but with yourself too. Yep. And that's like one of the fastest ways that I've manifested things in my life um, or things that I intentionally manifested, I should say, Mm -hmm. as you were saying, we manifest all the time. Yeah. but that is to remove resistance because mm-hmm. we have, and, and that comes back to the shadow work aspect again as well. So we can have subconscious beliefs, uh, which is what I work with, with my clients on as well. Mm-hmm. So subconscious beliefs that are holding us back like an anchor and we are paddling and we are sweating and we are trying to get more oarsmen in to, to, to roll that boat forward. Meanwhile, we have three freaking anchors uh dragging along the sea floor and it's yeah. like and going the wrong way of the of the current like yeah exactly way. up upstream and all yeah. all the things and, and everyone forgot like, their oars exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it gets worse <laughs> yeah 
Um, but that's like the resistance. So like we don't have to be 100% positive or 100% in belief all the time, but we have to sort of remove the majority of the resistance to what we are intentionally wanting to create. And yeah. that's where, you know, like diving into the shadow as aspects, like why, why don't I want this to happen? Like the only reasons why we, or the way that I've experienced it anyway, the only reasons why we don't already have something that we want is that we have some sort of resistance to that. So whether that be that I don't actually want it because I, deep down, I believe that that, for example, my business will take my time away from my family or my dog or my friends, mm -hmm. or I believe that it will be a lot of work and late nights and I don't want that. So mm -hmm. on a surface level, we think that we really want that you know, shiny business over here, but then like our shadow aspect or other parts of ourselves are like, oh, hell no. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we, we really to... want that. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to create like resolve within ourselves. And, and that's sort of another, another um, layer of the shadow work that I think is so interesting as well. Yeah. Well, I can say that I have, you know, stuck in there being an entrepreneur for so long yeah. Because my vision and my mission and my why is so much greater yes. than the resistance that I feel sometimes or, um, you know, the fear that, yes. that, you know, you don't know what's going to happen on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. But, and then I'm like, I can't stop doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> stop doing this work because it can impact and help so many people. Why would I hide that or keep that to myself? Yeah. Like I'm being more selfish, keeping it to myself than, you know, I am like, I get a lot of my students and clients have the money. It's a money mindset thing. Right. Yep. And you know, same thing with, that kind of ties into like um, you working with entrepreneurs who want to sign more clients or grow their business. Like it's like the, the second or third layer might be, well, I have some money mindset issues on top of yep. could be other ones, but yeah, but that is, you know, why would I hide that just because I'm going, oh, well, it's my, it's a gift. Like I have this gift. So a gift to us is giving yep. freely of this gift yeah. and, and not being charged for the gift. But then once you, you know, pull those layers back and look at those shadows, you're like, hmm, um, but this is also my time. This is my life. I have to you know, how we all have to support ourselves some, somehow, right? Yeah. Money in this world on earth is a necessity. Yeah. To and it's just even another, just survive. Yeah. And it's so, just another energy. There, there's, yes. it's just neutral. Right. So, you know, yes, of course you should go charge for your gift. Yeah. You know, um, you because- it is exactly that is it, it is an yeah it is an energetic exchange if you yeah. when you start looking at money like you just said like energy instead of um you know how we've been conditioned to think about people with a lot of money like uh they're they're the ones in power and they like crush the little people or they do bad things with money or um, but what if all those things weren't true for you? Yeah. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. I mean, it does matter, but in this specific instance, without, you know, trying to change the world at all in one episode here, <laughs> <laughs> if My we're just, just, yeah. <laughs> if we're just focusing on one person, yeah. like, why does that have to be true for you? Or does that mean you're going to do bad things with your money? No. Yeah, does exactly. that mean that you're going to be a bad person? No. Does it mean you're greedy? No. It, you're helping somebody in exchange for the money that they're giving you. You're changing yeah. their lives. You're transforming their world. 
in some way. You're solving a problem for them. Yeah. And we are good people. I mean, like the way I see it is that most of the people in the self-help industry are really good people that are, you know, working on themselves and trying to improve themselves every single day. Mm -hmm. And those are the people, like if we put the money and the resources in those people's hands rather than those that have the most today I think we would have a pretty nice world <laughs> yeah yes we it would and I think <laughs> without getting political on the podcast yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to get political on the podcast yeah but it would definitely you know um that's probably what scares the people with the money like with with that I don't want to say with the money because there are a whole lot of really good people with a lot of money yeah. Um, but the ones that don't do the best things with their money or, mm-hmm. you know, have the best intentions, yeah. that's what scares them the most. That if the Probably. money switched hands yeah. to the, to the really yeah. good people, they'd be like, cause they, we'd outnumber them far yeah. outnumber them. For so sure. let's, sure let's go for that. There's the cr- yeah, that's like a whole nother episode. <laughs> We're on a mission now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's absolutely yeah. do that. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So, um, Martina, I appreciate you being here today. This is such an amazing conversation. Yes. And I really, so really much. believe anybody listening is going to get a lot out of this conversation. Yeah. Totally. Um, so, tell us where we can find you and learn more about you. Yes, yeah, so I have a website, martinathomason.com, and I also have a uh, an Instagram account, Martina Thomason Coaching. Mm-hmm. So that's where I hang out the most. I also have a podcast called Holistic Marketing. Mm-hmm. So um, you can find all of those on either of the platforms. <laughs> so wow. it's all linked together. So yeah, I would love to hear from you. If you like this episode, I would also like, you know, to tag me and Janessa and <laughs> say what you like the most from the episode. Yeah. Or not. Like I like both. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm like, or what you didn't, didn't like. like something cool. <laughs> Tell me what you didn't like. Cause yeah, that well, just, we- that just helps me grow. Like exactly. it's funny because like to another point, right. A limiting belief used of mine used to be like, Oh my God, I'm going to get judged. What, what, what if somebody doesn't like what I have to say now? I'm like, I don't give a crap. If you don't like what I have to yeah. say, that's cool. Um, yeah. But if you don't like what I have to say, I'm happy to hear that. Like before I would have been like, oh my God, delete block. Ah, like, you know, (laughs) bring it all. We want all the shades. Now I'm like, yeah, tell me because that just helps me grow. So, um, so if, if we have any haters out there listening, like you're just doing me a favor. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, I will put, I will put all of those links in the show notes for everyone. And, you know, as always screenshot this episode, tag Martina and I in your Instagram stories and, um, let us know what you loved or didn't love or kind of loved or want to hear more about, because, you know, that's how we create content. We want to create it for you. We want to know what you want. So Tell us what you want to hear more of, or just, just show us a whole bunch of love and we'll come back and show you a whole bunch of love and we'll just all love on each other. It's like a big, big, uh, what do you call it? What was that big concert? Woodstock. We'll have a big Woodstock on Instagram. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. (laughs) We'll go over the big Woodstock. Yes. Maybe we should plan something like that. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be nice. Awesome. A big social media Woodstock, but we're just like all love loving it. on each other's posts and stuff. Yes. That oh, so funny. good. All right, Martina, again, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And as always, my spiritual badasses, we will see you in the next episode. But if you could manifest any desire you want faster without overwhelm, frustration, self-doubt, guilt, or self-sabotage, maybe you feel guilty for feeling that way, for wanting more. Like your life's pretty good and you should be grateful for everything that you already have. I mean, you've heard that statement your whole life, right? I know I did. Listen, your intuition ain't lying. There is so much more and you get to have and do anything you want while being so super grateful for where you are right now. 
And while most people are busy settling for mediocre, you know you deserve more and you're so ready to create your one-of-a-kind life where you get to have it all. And it will all be yours because you'll know what most people don't. The best kept manifesting secret weapon, Moon Manifesting. Join me free for the 30-day Moon Manifestation Mastery Challenge and learn how to tap into the moon's natural, powerful energy to bring you what you want faster. Just go to bluespiritualbadass.com slash moon-manifestation-challenge and sign up today. Seriously, it's free. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. See you there.